Welcome to ASHTA Resource Q&A. We're taking time to discuss construction materials testing and inspection with people in the know. From exploring testing problems and solutions to laboratory best practices and quality management, we're covering topics important to you. Now, here's our host, Brian Johnson. Welcome to ASHTO Resource q and I'm Brian Johnson. And I'm Kim Swanson, and we have a great episode today. I'm very excited about this. I'm glad to hear that. I, as you may be able to tell, I'm a little under the weather today, but not too sick to cover this topic. So it may not be whiskers on kittens and brown paper packages tied up with strings, but these are some of our favorite things um, that assessors and quality analysts have picked up some tips and tricks throughout their career here at Ashtar Resource. And we thought it's a great time of year to share that with all of our listeners. So who do we have first? First, we have Amy. Amy will be sharing some of her favorite things from a quality management system perspective. One of my favorite things is when a laboratory utilizes something as simple as an Outlook calendar reminder to stay on top of their quality management system intervals. It can be really tough to juggle and remember all of those intervals throughout the year as far as standardizing equipment, performing competency evaluations on staff, and signing your staff up for certifications before they expire. So setting those intervals and then including anyone in those email reminders is a really helpful way to just make sure that your laboratory runs smoothly throughout the year. That's a great tip from Amy. It can really change the way you manage things and and really lead to great results. Yes. Who do we have next? Next, we have uh, Jacob Nance. My tip for labs is that if you have a mechanical aggregate washer set up at your sink, you can use the spray nozzle to clean out glassware like pycnometers from fine aggregate specific gravity or hydrometer cylinders with less risk of losing sample than if you were using a built-in spray nozzle in the sink. That was a great tip from Jacob. Thanks for sending that in. Now, our next one is from John McCabe, a quality analyst, and he wants to share one of his tips from the lab. If there's a common step in a test standard that the technicians miss usually, it would be helpful to go ahead and put a sign up on the wall by that test station in order to remind the technician to not miss that step in the future. All right. Thanks for that, John. And next up, we have Bernadette. Uh, So the first tip trick For QMS audits, it's obviously super helpful if the lab keeps all calibration, standardization, check, and maintenance records in one location, either in a binder or digitally, with clearly labeled file and directory names. The second one, for certain tests like flat and elongated and fractured faces, it can be helpful to save and set aside samples to be used only during assessments, especially if those tests are run infrequently or if suitable demonstration samples can't be obtained easily in that area. The third tip or trick uh, I saw for situations that require washing a sample, such as a burn-off or a soil wash when using a deep sink, was to cut a hole in the bottom of a Home Depot or Lowe's bucket the size of your sieves, flip it over, and now you've added height inside your sink so you don't have to be bent over the sink washing the samples. You'll be able to see whether you're clogging your screens better and your hands will be relatively free. All right, thanks for that, Bernadette. And our last one is from Catherine. So the first tip we have here is for sieve analysis tests. There are tables in the standards showing the mass limits 
that shouldn't be exceeded for certain sieve sizes. I've found it helpful for labs if they post these tables right in front of the balances where the masses are being measured. This way they definitely don't go over those limits. Another tip for sieve analysis is installing a series of hooks in the wall at the sieve cleaning area, which holds the various tools and brushes the lab may need for cleaning out the coarse and the fine sieves. It helps the technicians not have to dig through drawers or go searching for the one brush they really need. It's right there and ready to go. Thank you for those, Catherine. Well, being a guest on the podcast is not everyone's favorite thing. So some people sent in emails instead, and I'm going to read that in my my most uh, nasally uh, voice that I have right now. This is an excellent tip that we got from Paul, uh, who's also on our staff. There are some times when uh, somebody's performing an assessment at a soil laboratory that they they have bad weather or just not a good location to run a field test uh, like the sand cone. So one way that people have gotten around that is filled a wheelbarrow with soil and ran the sand cone right on top of that. And I have not seen that happen myself, but I could see that being a useful way to do it. Paul, I appreciate your time putting that together. And our admin staff wanted to get in on some of the fun of this episode, and they sent in some tips and tricks of their own to help customers of Ashtar Resource really get the most out of our programs and set off on the right foot. Make sure your contact information is up to date on the website. I know this is really important. And when I was an admin, this was a big source of headaches for some laboratories. And it's a really simple thing that you can do. So I second that one. So thank you for sending that in, Stephen. They also wanted you to know that you can track your own packages once the corresponding invoice has been paid and FedEx has picked up their packages. Of course, you can call our admin staff to assist you if you can't figure that out, but it is accessible on our website. Another great tip is to make sure that you use the forgot password feature if that's what you if you need. Uh, You don't need to call in and we don't know your password. Staff does not know your password. So if you forgot your password, use the forgot password feature. But if you need the login to be changed from one person to another, then you will have to email and contact our admin staff. And you can do that at info at ashtoresource.org. Again, I want to thank our admin staff, Sarah, Mark, and Stephen, for sending those in. And maybe we can get them back on the podcast next time. So I want to ask you, what are some of your favorite things that you want to share with our listeners today? Yeah, I have so many favorite things. It's hard to it's hard to keep them organized. Uh, but I'd have to say the one that I think is the most important favorite thing is communication. One thing that we we see time and time again, and and we were just talking about this yesterday in a a staff meeting for the accreditation program, we look at corrective actions and we almost never see people say communication was part of the reason for the problem. And when I read it, I think almost every time communication was probably the biggest issue that, that occurred. But I think that's also an important step of corrective action, communicating with your staff what corrective actions were taken and how to prevent that. So I think communication all around, I mean, I'm a little biased as a communications manager, but 
I would agree. That is a great tip. And I am happy that it's one of your favorite things because <laughs> I think it is very helpful. I think uh, communication is so important. I think people ought to prioritize it. I'm always working on it. You're never going to be perfect. That's the other thing. And that's okay. But uh, I love anything related to communication. It's just an interesting topic. And I love talking to people. And another thing, and this goes back to what Amy's favorite thing was, is one thing that's changed for me. Also, management is another thing that I really enjoy. But one thing that has made things better from my perspective as a manager is having regular meetings with staff to communicate with them. So like we set up weekly meetings with each person that we supervise. And, you know, sometimes you don't have that meeting because there's not much going on, but uh, sometimes it's only a couple minutes long and you just say, hey, how's everything going? And there's no real big issue to talk about, but it's so important to keep that communication flowing back and forth between people on your team just to, to stay cohesive. And it just it's just nice. It, it makes everybody feel good. I know it makes me feel good. I, I, I like to like to hear what's going on and, and, uh, and be able to have those moments of communication with people. One of my favorite things is the Astra Resource Technical Exchange. I think that's a great opportunity to communicate with other people in the industry. And registration for that is currently open for the 2023 Technical Exchange. And that is in Fort Worth, Texas in March. So you can go to our website, ashtoresource.org slash events for information on that. And my last favorite thing is that we get a break from the podcast. As much as I love it, we are taking a break um, next week, but we will be back in the new year with new episodes. A well-deserved break. Uh, Kim has been editing like crazy and producing this podcast and promoting this podcast. And I don't know how you do it. We have so many episodes out there right now. My job usually ends after we hit stop record. And that's, and that's where, when my, that's when mine starts, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it's a, you, you put a ton of work and you do a great job. And I really appreciate that. And I hope you do, too, out there listening. Uh, you have no idea how much Kim puts into this. Uh, so I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, what I am now you've got me thinking about programmatic things. And I have to say one other favorite thing that I think okay. people are um, not fully aware of. Mm-hmm. And that is Ashto's daily transportation update emails. I can't tell you how much I love these things. You know, you get a lot of emails that come into your inbox. And if I don't have time to read today's daily transportation update, I don't mark it as read. I don't delete it. I save it for later when I have time to go back because there's always extremely interesting stories that come out of that thing. And it covers so many different topics in transportation. It's not usually materials related. So it's a little outside of our wheelhouse and from national resources perspective. But I mean, if you want to know what's going on in the transportation industry, like with the state DOTs or federal agencies, or, you know, there's even other stories too that are just interesting uh, that go in there. You can subscribe to the daily transportation update. We should put a link to that if we can on this, because I, 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 I think if you're if you're not getting that, I feel like you're really missing out on some great news. All right. Well, that link will be in the show notes as well. So thank you for that favorite thing. Anything else before we wrap up our last episode of the year? No, just thanks to you and thanks to everybody else who has checked this podcast out. 
we, you know, we started it a few years ago and uh, it's been extremely rewarding. I've gotten to learn so much from our guests and I look forward to, to more in the new year. Yep, we have some good episodes coming up in the new year, so stay tuned for that and enjoy the break from the podcast. Um, or you can go back and check out another episode that you maybe missed and didn't get a chance to listen to originally when it first was released. So enjoy the holidays, everybody, and see you next year. Thanks for listening to Ashto Resource Q&A. If you'd like to be a guest or just submit a question, send us an email at podcast at ashtoresource.org or call Brian at 240-436-4820. For other news and related content, check out Ashto Resources' Twitter feed or go to ashtoresource.org.